From Planet Ant Media, welcome to Sandwich Talk. I'm Carlos, your host, and this is my chance to sit down with some friends, talk about our favorite sandwiches, and dive into some new ones too. This week, we're munching on the Old World Sandwich from Eastern Market Seafood Company in Detroit, Michigan. My guest is Rob Wilson, a great friend, leader in the Detroit cocktail community, and manager of Kiesling, one of my favorite bars. We had a lot of fun talking about this sandwich and also some Detroit friends and favorite foods. So hug up to your favorite sandwich. Thanks a lot for listening and enjoy the show. Rob Wilson, welcome to Sandwich Talk. Thanks, buddy. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Dude, it's so good to finally have you. I know. We finally get to hang out. Outside of work. Exactly. You're not working. (laughs) I'm technically not working. I, I could have brought like a shaker tin and made you a cocktail or something, but... Yeah, uh, hurry up. Make me something. I, d- I don't want to. I Dance. Thought, I thought I'd wait for you to come back to Kiesling and then <laughs> I can uh, work while hanging out again. Yeah. No, I do like, actually, I've, I think we've talked about hanging out outside of work several times and only have ever done it so rarely. Because you play music and I want to play music with you. Yeah. And I also want to ride my bike more. That's right. You, you ride your bike all the time. I do. And yeah. you have a bicycle. I do, yeah. And I don't ride with anyone. Why I'm, not? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just a loner. Well, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, Die Hard was a loner, loner. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Die Hard in the movie, too. I don't think I'd be able to keep up with you, though. I know I know you're awfully fast. Well, I mean, I can go slow. <laughs> It's fine. What do you have a cru- a beach cruiser? Yeah, I got a one of those big tired beach cruisers. I usually wear like a big old hemp hookah necklace, and <laughs> I grow my hair out for the weekend. Yeah, do you dread it? Yeah, you look good in dreads. Yeah, natural though. I just do that little crimp in my hand, roll it mm-hmm. with beeswax. Yeah, that works out. Yep. How's beard, it feel? With beard balm, actually, <laughs> locally made in Detroit. Hell yeah. Beardbomb, beardbomb.com. Yeah. Anyway, Rob, I know about you, but tell us about yourself for the folks at home. Who the hell are you? Hey, everyone. Uh, my name's Rob, and I run Keesling. Uh, if you don't know, it's a local watering hole, neighborhood bar in Milwaukee Junction. Uh, I've been in the restaurant industry for almost 12 years now. Um, worked at a lot of really great places. Started at Woodbridge Pub, worked at Selden Standard, Antietam, most of all of the distilleries in the city and recently opened up Keesling last year. Congratulations, dude. Thanks, buddy. It's like the, uh, I mean, you said it's a neighborhood watering hole, but I think in my opinion, it's definitely the like restaurant scenes watering hole. Everybody who works in the industry definitely goes to Keesling and loves it and considers it like a cheers. So thanks for that. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's definitely heavily an industry bar. Um, we do this monthly event called Spilling Cups, and we actually had it last night. And um, it's wild to see all these like bartenders and servers and cooks, and they all get excited to go to this thing every last Monday to yeah. eat, drink, get really drunk, hate <laughs> their Tuesdays. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Tuesdays are the new Mondays. <laughs> is that a is that a DJ night? No, Monday is a new Monday. Is a DJ night? Okay. Yeah. There's should, a lot of those. We should start that new one. <laughs> Tuesday is also the new Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite sandwich, Rob? Oh, man. Favorite sandwich, I would definitely say the Cubano. Really? Yeah. I love the Cuban. 
Yeah. Do you call it the Cubano every time or is it a Cuban sandwich? It's a Cuban sandwich. Oh, okay, great. Just want to make sure. Why is it your favorite sandwich? Because I have my reasons, but I want to hear yours. Uh, hmm. Well, this dates back to New York City um, probably about five or six years ago. I went to this small uh, diner. I think it was called Bluebird Cafe. I'm almost positive. There was only one table available and it was like right behind the door. Uh, everyone that walked in was just like running into my table, but (laughs) I was looking at their menu and I saw that they were known for the Cuban. So I ordered it and it kind of changed my life. Um, just, you know, from the meat to the mustard, to the cheese, to the bread, the way it was pressed and grilled, everything about it. Every bite was perfect. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. That silky ham. Yeah. Every, every bite tasted the same which was really good dude i mean consistent so it was an even sandwich it was an even sandwich. what's the name of this place again i think it was called bluebird cafe bluebird I'm, cafe i'm probably making this up but i remember it was all blue nice that's good yeah so if i go to a place and it's all green and i'll realize <laughs> fairly quickly that i'm at the wrong place <laughs> exactly um i love cuban sandwiches too dude uh they're yeah, great. especially when they're a little bit spicy though Yes. When you can toss in some spice, it's my my favorite. But what are they? What's that like? Ah, what is that sauce? It's like peppers, pickled peppers, or spicy. Like a chimichurri. Something I've had it on a, a Cuban before. Like a like a ground up sauce. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of probably like a chimichurri sauce. Perfect. Or just a green salsa. To be honest with you. Yeah. I've had green salsa sauces that have been put on sandwiches all day, and they're amazing. Epic. Of course, because I live in the world of salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt Knees, what up? Shout out. Oh, man. I almost had a whole quart of the mango. Nice. Salsa. Yeah. The mango chipotle? Yeah, man. Thanks, I've been man. Eat, I've been eating it for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner, whatever. Do some fish tacos with the mango chipotle before it's gone. Yes. Or fish just, tacos. Is it gone? Uh, no, there's a little bit left. Okay. Well, then do one fish taco. And then I'll have to come back and get some more. <laughs> Um, so your favorite sandwich is a Cuban, definitely in my top five, I'd say, but today we don't have a Cuban. I'm sorry. It's okay. Today we have one sandwich. So we're, we're going against a sandwich chalk grain here. Usually I have two, three, four, something, some large number of sandwiches, but today I brought one sandwich and this sandwich means a lot to me personally. It's from Eastern market seafood in Eastern market. And I've talked about this before. It's the old world sandwich. Yes. I know you're a fan of this sandwich. I am. It's, yeah, it's definitely a a memorable sandwich. For those of you that don't know, while you unwrap it, because I brought you one, my man. I brought you one of your own giant, heavy sandwiches. 10 pounds. (laughs) Uh, What it is, it's a half a pita pocket, cut open, and then stuffed with lettuce, tomato, onion. Oh, yeah. And then a ton of different sausages. And American cheese and yellow mustard. Yeah. So please, my friend, yeah. take a bite. Don't eat the, the tinfoil. Yeah, dude. It's by far one of my favorite sandwiches. They, the, the, the guy goes up there, you walk up to him, and you just basically say, I want either the $4 one or the $6 one. And then he'll ask you if you want everything on it, and then you want the mix. And I get the mix of the sweet and the spicy sausages. I've never done the mix. No? No. What do you usually get? I never ordered this sandwich, actually. It was, um, um, I would always eat it when I was working at 
Detroit City Distillery. Oh, yeah. And Chuck Kalash would always come back. He was managing the spot. Um, I think he just didn't like the spiciness. What? Yeah, which, come on, dude, what a wimp. Dude, I brought extra hot sauce for you because I know that you like spice. I do. I'm going to put some spice to it. Please do. I brought Valentina hot sauce. Uh, while you toss on some spice and you're going to keep going on that, let's take a quick break. Uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. We're going to keep eating the sandwiches and then also we're going to dive into a drink. Today's episode of Sandwich Talk is sponsored by Easter Market Seafood. Located at 2456 Market Street in Detroit, Michigan. Aside from their vast seafood selection, they're a grocery store for some related dry goods. Hugged in within Easter Market's District of Businesses. And one of my favorite sandwich stops. They're open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Try them before they're gone. Casamara Club. Inspired by the history and traditions of Italian Amaro, these soft drinks are balanced, food-friendly, and buoyant, highlighting the natural vibrancy of farmed ingredients. With currently four varieties available, find them all over the country today by checking out their website at casamaraclub.com. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, <laughs> I've unwrapped my sandwich and realized just how messy it is. Oh, it's so messy. <laughs> Dude, it's all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to eat this sandwich while sitting in front of this mic. Well, this is a sandwich that you have to eat at a table. Just a heads up. Not true. Uh, well, I did, you didn't tell me to bring my bib, so. Okay, fair. Usually I eat the sandwich in my van because it's basically the only time oh, that yeah. I have a chance to eat. In the van is easy. In the van rocks. There's a lot of mustard stains on my steering wheel, so it's fine. Yeah. I'm okay lots with that. Of, lots of mustard stains. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because of this sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I get the sandwich probably once a week, to be honest with you. So, oh, man. Did you just drop a sausage? I just dropped a sausage. Okay, this is a probably the messiest sandwich that we've ever had on the air here. Um, once again, to go through, it's a pita pocket, and it has lettuce, tomato, onion, American cheese, yellow mustard, and then it's just covered in a mountain of sausages that are cut up. Yeah. A mountain of damn sausages. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I want it to like fold over the sausages but the sausages are exposed because i want to take this bite to get all the really good stuff but every time i try it i'm gonna lose a sausage so i'm kind of just eating going you know taking my time eating some of these sausages take your time wash it down yeah and then i'm gonna uh try to get a good bite all right while you're biting i'm gonna wash mine down with our beverage sponsor casamara club I love these guys. I've talked about these guys a bunch. You and I have talked about these guys too because I think you carry them at Keesling, don't you? We don't, which is bad. But damn it, Rob, it's really good, and I should. Um, you should because I don't really drink that often anymore. So it's really nice when this is available at bars. Exactly. Joe Rob's got it across the board. All the way across the board. Now you're making me feel bad. It's okay though. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, it is really good stuff though. It's a just dropped another one. It's really great. Uh, it's really great product. Um, I think industry-wise, we have a very big obsession with Amaro. Hmm. Um, something that can digest. Uh, Would you say that's industry? Meal. I'm sorry. Would you say that that's industry across the board? Amaro, like the obsession behind Amaro, is that industry yep. nationwide, worldwide? Hundred percent. Yeah. Fernet Branca is 
in many people's bathtubs. I mean, it's it's a staple. And I think with what kind of uh, catering to the NA culture and making something that is kind of uh, Amaro-driven for a soda, uh, excuse me, will do really, really well in this market. I... Uh I asked because I went to Los Angeles and I went to a bar and I ended up buying a shot of Fernet for somebody, for the bartender. And he was very pr- thankful and appreciative. But then he also followed it up by saying, nobody ever does that out there. Wow. Um, you know, I they, they're on a huge Mezcal kick, so. That might be it. Yeah. I don't know. And a lot of people have killed it. I mean, I, I definitely had my Fernet phase. Yeah. I, I don't ever drink Fernet anymore. I'm on to other Amaros. Hmm. Yeah. What do you drink now? Uh, Mount Etna. It's an Alpine Amaro. It's great. Where's that from? Um, I think it is from, I'm pretty sure it's Mount Etna, which is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's in northern Italy. I'm oh. almost positive. So it's foreign. That's good. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the, it's the real deal. Dude, foreign everything. I just want to try everything forever. I'm going to try to take a full bite. Take a full bite. Nice. Wow, that was a you have a massive mouth. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Um, I want to try all the food and all the beverages from everywhere that I possibly can someday. And everywhere. <laughs> in in my research in looking around, I saw this place, Cafe Fifty One in Melbourne, Australia. Um, this place does burgers. Which is a burger or sandwich. It's within the sandwich category, so it's topical. Yeah. Um, but they just tossed out this promotion saying that they wanted to do free burgers for life for anybody that would get a life-size, life-size tattoo of, a, of one of their burgers on them somehow. <laughs> so you're telling me that if you got all of your friends together and you all went and got tattoos that every Friday you could eat for free yeah. at this bar. I mean, every Monday through Monday you could eat for free at this How bar. obnoxious would that be? They've got 3,000 To go in there every years. week with 15 people that got burger tattoos and just command a burger. Oh, well, you didn't see my tattoo? It's on my forehead. I'll take my burger, medium rare, everything on it. But that's not life-size. That would be a small burger if it was on your forehead, unless you have a massive forehead. Wait, so what does life-size mean? The size of the actual burger, which their burger is monstrous. Oh, okay. It's got like jalapeno poppers and shit on it. Oh, man. Yeah. Candied bacon, jalapeno poppers, and uh, shrimp. Mm. Yeah. Shrimp. Shrimp. (laughs) This one guy, he got the tattoos. I guess there's... The one dude whose namesake this competition or contest is all about. And he got the tattoo, and it's a big, giant burger. But it doesn't look that appetizing on him at all. It's not like a delicious-looking burger on his leg. It's it's just his legs. He's just unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like he has a not-healthy leg. <laughs> that poor guy. But I guess, like I said, there's 3,000 people that are inquiring about this now. That's insane. I know. I mean, that's something that could easily blow your business up. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest. I have a tattoo on my arm of a band, the album leaf that I got when I was 19. <laughs> no one even knows who that band is anyways, and they sucked. <laughs> they had one good record. 
I just wanted to sit alone in a room and cry and listen to them. And I got this tattoo to get into their show, and I've never seen them. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. You, you got it to get in, but it didn't work? I just never went to one of their concerts. Like, if I had it, I could email them and be like, hey, I got your tattoo and show them a pic, and I could go for free. Do they still play shows? Who knows? <laughs> That's the problem. They were like a late 90s band. They were they were cool for like three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then explosions in the sky came out of left field and stole their thunder, and then they became nothing. And now what? I have this dumb tattoo on my arm. Are you thinking of getting it covered up with an explosions in the sky tattoo? No, I'm thinking about getting a burger. <laughs> getting a burger right over that, right <laughs> on the elbow. So it's a <laughs> burger elbow pad. <laughs> If you're going to eat an elbow pad, it might as well be a burger <laughs> elbow pad. That's what I say. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I guess that's a good... Uh, so we, we said that a burger is in within like the sandwich category. Um, do you think like a hot dog is a sandwich? No. And I've had this conversation in a van full of people. A hot dog <laughs> is not a sandwich. It's not. Hell of a place to have the conversation. A van because full of people. Because a sandwich you, you stack and you like... You know, it's between, I guess that's a stupid way to say it because I was going to say it's between two pieces of bread, but so is a hot dog. Technically, no. Uh, a hot dog is carving within one piece of bread, but then again, so are other sandwiches. If, yeah. if you were to do cold cuts like lettuce, tomato, onion, and let's say um, some artichoke because it's meaty, toss that into a hot dog bun. Is that an artichoke sandwich? Sorry, I burped. Um, I, I guess, I mean, isn't everything a sandwich? This is, it's funny. This is shout out to Grant from Watershed Distillery. I think we talked about this for 45 minutes and everyone had their own opinion on if it was a sandwich or not. And yeah. What is a sandwich? It's a great definition or great, great question rather for the definition. Um, <laughs> a sandwich it can be characterized as so much nowadays. I've yeah. had this same conversation with so many people just because I do this podcast and I love sandwiches a lot. And at this point, I'm willing to say that the burger is within the sandwich category, but a hot dog, in my opinion, is just not a sandwich. It's, Reason, not. it's, it's because of the combination of the two items. You have a wiener, a dog, exactly. inside of a hot dog bun. Those two things together make one thing called the hot dog. In my opinion, the same thing with a burger patty placed in between two hamburger buns. Doesn't that make sense? It does. Now, if you were to take a hot dog, cut it up into several pieces, and place it into a da -da 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 pita pocket, like what we have here today, we have a sandwich. That is a sandwich. You're it's, totally right. It's not a, it's not a hot dog in a pita pocket because it's a bunch of different hot dogs. How do you think this man came up with this sandwich? Oh, the guy from Eastern Market Seafood? Yeah. I have no idea. I feel like one day it was just, we, they had a bunch of their smoked sausages that they sell the there. Leftover, yeah. And he's just like, something that he probably made at home for like him and then he started doing it for like the factory employees or the, the, the employees around the area. Because yeah. I don't know if, a lot of people don't know, but in Eastern Market there's a ton of cheap food. 
You can do like you can do the the old world sandwich here. Gabriel Imports has a four dollar falafel sandwich. Mike's Coney Island is always doing cheap food. Al's uh, fish, the fish fry right there, the buy and fry, yeah, is always cheap. And everybody that's walking around Easter Market during the daytime typically has their um, bonnets on, their hairnets, but yeah. also their like nets all over their arms and their feet because they're in meat factories. Yeah. So these meat factory dudes and gals are walking around just getting cheap ass food. And we're over here like, oh yeah, I still definitely want to pay, you know, $30 for my meal when I sit down. <laughs> no, man, I'm, I'm the bang for your buck kind of guy Yeah, for the too. most part. I'm definitely the guy in a major city that's trying to find like the best taco truck or street food for sure. Cause, um, yeah, it's, it's affordable and it's typically a little bit more like tasty and traditional, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Authentic. Right. We're going to go to a quick break. Love you. Love you. Sandwich Talk is also sponsored by Aunt Knees. Based out of Eastern Market in Detroit, Michigan, this chip, salsa, and guacamole team offers fresh, all-natural, locally sourced snack foods for every single occasion. Got a party? Get some salsa. Got a slip and slide? Get that guac. Those darn kids are being too loud. Grab a bag of chips. Find store locations today at antknees.com and visit every Saturday at Eastern Market for the exclusively sold guacamole in Detroit Guac City. Welcome back. Thanks, buddy. We're still eating. This is a big sandwich, dude. Yeah, I'm going to actually make another sandwich out of all sandwich. the stuff that fell on the floor. So, <laughs> Got another pita pit? Right in that bag. Thanks. Yep. Pass me over to that house house, please. What's your favorite condiment? Oh, yeah. Relish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Relish, he says. <laughs> Whose favorite condiment is relish? I don't know. There's something about it. The green relish? The green. The Incredible Hulk looking. Yeah, yeah they dye it. Put a little dye in there. And they have that bird on the front. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the, the pelican. <laughs> I don't even know the name There's of the that brand. classic. I think. <laughs> yeah, I like. Can I get that bird green, please? <laughs> Dude, you love relish. I love relish. Why? There's just. It's the texture. It's the tanginess. It, it goes well on a hot dog. It goes well on a sandwich. Goes well on a hamburger. Like you know just one of those things you could it's a multi versatile condiment so in this sandwich the one with the the sausages that we're eating right now yeah because it's got so many different flavors of the different styles of sausages would you put relish in there 100 percent, dude no yeah think about it would just give it a little bit more acid you know i'll try it if you have relish on you, I'll try it. As a matter of fact, okay, so on the table right now, I've got McClure's pickles. Yeah. McClure's has um, their spicy pickles. It's the small ones that we have here. But they also have a spicy and also the regular garlic relish that they make themselves. That tastes great. Yeah. I love that because it tastes a lot like pickles. Do me a favor. Can you crack, crack open that jar of pickles for me? Yeah. You want to pick it? Ship it, yeah. Give do you me a want pickle. me to? Do you want me to chew it up in my mouth and no, turn it into relish? No, I don't. I don't really want that. Um I appreciate the offer. As a matter of fact, I encourage oh, you to yeah. offer others. Damn, that snap. It's a good snap. 
Give me a pickle. All right, I'm gonna put this. Spicy, huh? Well, I'm gonna eat one first because they're yeah, delicious. Mmm. McClure's spicy pickles. So McClure's from there, Detroit. Man. Get it in there. Get that hand in there. Do you? Did you see what they just came out with? No. What? They came out with canned Bloody Marys. Yeah, with dude. Vodka in them. They're insane. Probably. I mean, I'm not a huge Bloody Mary fan, but. Someone gave me a sample the other day, and I would totally carry that at the bar because it's one of those things that you're like so hungover, and you wake up and you drink this ice cold Bloody Mary in a can, and it's just it, it's unbelievable. At Eastern Market, they were passing out a couple of samples to a few of us here at Ven- a few of us vendors, and I don't like Bloody Marys. Never really have. Why? Um, probably, no one likes them. Probably just because of the tomato juice. To be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of tomato juice, but this one in particular. I did like. I like that Bloody Mary. I did. P- McClure's Bloody Mary, in my opinion, is actually very good because of the pickle juice that they put in there. Um, so I've got a pickle in my sandwich right now. Me Testing too. out your your relish theory here, and I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna give it one bite. Okay, that's damn good. Oh, I know that I'm right. If it was McClure's relish, I'd be super into it. But if it's that green plastic stuff, I don't know if I... I'd have to try it, I guess. I don't know. I know. I was just yanking your chain on that. I just wanted to tell you that I was really into that stuff. But, <laughs> you know, local, natural, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, man. Talk about a spill. Dude, disaster. I just dropped three sausages. This is definitely not something to eat while we're recording a podcast, guys. I'm sorry. No. But, but if you great. could see the mess that I made, literally bread and mustard all over the place. It's not even a sandwich anymore. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. I mean, who's judging me right now? You? No. You should see me. <laughs> like I said, I'm you wore covering. a white shirt. <laughs> I know. What am I doing? <laughs> One of my favorite white shirts. Why? What is what is that shirt? Um, I went to a, a vineyard in Texas and worked on a vineyard planted two thousand vines. Oh, called, that's right. It's called Altamarfa. It's solid. They don't even have wine yet, but I feel like when they make it, I can say that. Yeah, I planted those vines. You were gone for a while in Texas, like on a vision quest. I was. I had to find my soul. Did you find your soul? No. Cool, man. Welcome back. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so we've talked about the one sandwich today. And usually I say that I've got something that I want everybody to go try. And actually this week I want everybody to go try this one sandwich. Reason being is because in a few months they're going to be closing down. Eastern Market Seafood is going to be selling their spot. And uh, I think they're going to be giving it up to somebody else in the seafood industry. Subway. <laughs> Making it considerably nice and and just kind of a little bit different. So the the guys are done. They're retiring. And this sandwich will be no more. So I I know that you love it. I love, love this it. sandwich. It's cheap. It's simple. And it's really filling. I'm halfway through my sandwich and I'm already full, which is nice. I killed it. It's done. <laughs> well, I'm going to finish mine. Don't you worry. <laughs> but in a few months, this is going to be gone. I know. It's, it's really unfortunate because I don't know if people know, but Eastern Market's changing a little bit. And... Um, you know, all those old things 
that we all love, especially if you know this as a child or, you know, something that builds memories. This is a sandwich that builds me memories and even that place and the experience when you go to order it, um, you can't recreate that. No. One of my oldest memories is actually from Easter Market Seafood. One, like literally one of my oldest memories ever. I was, I think, three years old. Wow. And um, my my parents, both of them, brought me to this place. And they have like imitation crab cakes there. And as a kid, I loved imitation crab cakes. I thought that they were great. And they had a little like toaster oven that they would warm them up there. So I remember they warmed me up one. I was so happy with my crab cake. I started munching on it. And I started walking away. I left. I just left. All of a sudden, I turned around and just saw my mom bawling because she, I disappeared and she had no idea where I was. I was outside somewhere. With your crab cake? With my crab cake, stoked. In the middle of the 1992 Detroit summer. Oh, man. 91, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, Eastern Market during that time was considerably different than what it is now. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably like five people there. <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't hard for my mom to find me. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but it's cool that I, I think that there's a lot of good things that are happening into the market, a lot of new changes, yeah. um, positive things that are happening. For example, my friends, our friends at Anthology are actually going to be, uh, they have their shop there, their brand new shop, and it's massive and it's beautiful. And they're uh, hugged up next to the offices of Floyd, the furniture company. Yeah. Um, so just differences in the market that I'm totally with, and I'm happy that we're we're getting more youth into the market and yeah. part of it as well. Now the old school stuff, the stuff that I've grown up with, I'm definitely gonna miss it. And I hope that most of it, if not all of it, doesn't change. I'd love for Easter Market to become a historical area for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if someone does redeve redevelop it to be more like corporations, it's it's gonna lose its charm completely, and I think that we can uh, definitely change that with with youth for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as it, just like anything in this in the city that I think is, if you treat the things that were there before with respect and understanding, then you have the ability to then move forward. Yeah, you know. I say that Detroit is so many different layers of paint and it's our job to just kind of add our strokes to it um, and create our our art or our, our work from the things that we've already have here present. Not to try to make a clean slate or say that we have this fresh canvas. Man, did the city just pay you to say that? That was beautiful. www.detroit.com You should sell that to Tim Allen and when he does a pure michigan commercial i'm serious that was that was beautiful thanks man i would love to do the pure detroit commercial <laughs> uh but no i mean it's true you know yeah. like we've got things from the 1900s the early 1900s uh, the 1800s the um throughout the 60s and the 50s motown i mean okay so one great example of just something that i found out the other day frank sinatra and sammy davis jr met in detroit did not know that neither did i and that's like, crazy. that's the smallest piece of history that the city has. And there's so much more that the city is known for. Like we currently have the oldest goth club in the nation, which nobody knows about. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is the name of it? City club. City club. <laughs> oh yeah. I knew it was, I just couldn't remember it. You walk downstairs there and it's like you're in a scene from Blade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Snipes. 
Um, <laughs> I love Wesley Snipes and Blade. I thought that was they're, a great. They're coming movie. out with a new one too. Our, stop. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot who it is, but he's he's looking pretty badass. It's not Wesley Snipes. No, I had an argument with someone about this because I said I Wesley Snipes it. is the best Blade of all time. Wesley Snipes is Blade. Is Blade for sure. No sandwiches <laughs> in that movie though. No, oh, it's only blood. It's but just blood. You know, whatever. Um, I got a couple of things going on myself that I want to talk about, and I know you do too. Um, in terms of events going on, I know that this Sunday we've got the ACA, ACLU Planned Parenthood. It's August 4th. That event nice. benefiting both ACLU, which is the American Civil Liberties Union, and uh, Planned Parenthood, both those organizations being benefited. And a ton of people from the city of Detroit are going to be a part of it. It's going to be at Marble Bar. It's going to be all day. And it's August 4th. Uh, another event that I have going on with you and with a few you of do. our friends um, is August 15th. And that is uh, at Keesling, your yep. your place of business, with our friends from Batch Brewing, um, from Anthology Coffee, who we talked about earlier, and also from our beverage sponsor, Kasmara Club, and myself and my friend Miriam with our pop-up Kana, the yep. Pakistani street food pop-up. Is that that event in general is going to be a banger? Oh, it's going to be a, so much fun. How about bringing the best minds in the city together to create <laughs> all the best things? Coffee, beer, Pakistani food. Not alcoholic. NA, yeah, shit. Now I'm forgetting <laughs> about them again. <laughs> um, do you have any events coming up? Aside yeah, from mine. I mean, we're pretty busy. We're always doing pop-ups. Like I said before, um, we do a monthly called Spilling Cups. Uh, in August is really cool. It's a uh, James Beard, Michelin uh, star restaurant, Blackbird from Chicago is coming in. Sick. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. They reached out to us. Um, they seem like a really cool team. Um, they're part of a huge hospitality group that um, they have a lot of really great spots, like Big Star, um, Violet Hour, a bunch of really cool spots. But they're coming here. We're going to do a really great event. There's two chefs coming to do some snacks. It's actually the second person are people that we've brought in from out of state. Um, usually we stick to local, but it's good to see that this is stretching beyond the walls of Detroit and Michigan. So besides that, I mean, we're, we got a lot of stuff. An event with Hendrix next Monday. It's charity-based. I forgot what the charity is. Cause Hendrix Chen. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we got a busy month ahead of us. We're actually taking a work trip, so see you guys. We're going to be closed on the 18th, 19th, and 20th of August. Nice. Please go to Bumbo's or <laughs> any other bar. Thank you. That's going to be really cool. Where yeah. are you guys headed to? Or do you not want to stay in the air? We're going up to Traverse City. Um, we got a, we got a little cabin on the water, um, and then we're going to do a vineyard tour at Mobby. Cool. Which is nice on Monday. Something educational. We'll probably be drunk the whole time, though. That's nice. that, that's. We needed a bonding trip, you know. We need to get everyone together so we can laugh, have many ha has, and and drink a lot. Make sure you get a couple of good sandwiches up there. Oh, I'll be on the lookout. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, man. I love you. Thank you so much for being a part of this, and I'm glad that we got to experience the sandwich that we both love. Yeah. Um, and with the pickles on it acting as relish your favorite condiment maybe you should tell them next time you go in hey toss some McClure's on there for <laughs> me. yeah there you go bring a jar in <laughs> <laughs> can you just go ahead and can you dump a bloody mary on this sandwich 
Just make it swim in the Bloody Mary for me. <laughs> and then you. he wraps it up in the foil. <laughs> thanks thanks again for, for doing this and having me on the show and uh, bringing me one of my favorite sandwiches in the city. And yeah, I love you, dude. And this is, this is great. Thank you. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our guest, Rob Wilson. Sandwich Shock is a production of Planet Ant Media, powered by Pinecast. Supported by Artwork and the National Endowment for the Arts. Check out more Planet Ant podcasts at planetantpodcasts.com. Our theme music is Bushwick Tarantella, and our ad read music is Lobby Time, both by Kevin McLeod. Our producer is Zach Bridges. Our executive sandwich liaison is Danny Veer. Our mustard valet, as always, is Michael Zuber. Our mailman, Carl Malone. Our vocal fry, no fry coach is Celine Dion, and of course, our chief, Miles O'Brien. Thanks for listening. I'm Carlos. Hope you got hungry. Happy sandwich. snapper mm. yeah, Car- what? Oh, wait, Car- is that Carlos snapping? Mm. Cut it. Oh, you, it. I need your snap. The guy wants to talk about himself the whole time. He wants to snap on his own. You know what?